You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that- Oh, oh, the ball's about to drop. Okay, ten, nine, no, nine eight, eight, seven, seven six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Happy New Year! Woo! First show of 2022, yeah. <laughs> air horns, I wish I would have put an air horn on the soundboard, that would have been- Or odd things I'm. Yeah, that would have been good, that would have been good. So, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, I'm Sam. I'm Cody. And I'm New Year, New Me. Yeah, there we go. Josh there. New Year's baby Josh. Yep. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a bunch of uh, news to go over with you all. Some great geek and pop culture news. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! Come on, Cranky! Take it to the fridge. Yeah, get some of those leftovers from the holidays. Classic. (laughs) Classic, yes. (laughs) So yeah, let's talk about some things we've been checking out in the last couple of weeks, because we took last week off because it was, you know, Christmas. But uh, yeah, what have you guys been doing? Do we want to get the big one out of the way? Spider-Man? You know, he does whatever a spider can. Yeah, let's do a a spoiler uh, spoiler free, a, a spider free I don't oh, know. I, be, that's impossible. That'd be difficult. <laughs> well, the spoiler-free um, talk about Spider-Man: uh, No Way Home, um, because you know people still haven't had a chance to go out and see it yet. Like you? No, like <laughs> well, people. <laughs> I am people. Uh, no, so uh, so yeah, you guys both have uh, watched it, and uh, yeah, what'd you think? It's very good. Yeah, I loved it. It might be. It's definitely one of the top three movies of the year in my book. Oh, really? Wow, it's high praise. I mean, to be fair, I haven't watched a lot of movies this year. That's true. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I watched a lot of movies, but they're not new. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's very good. Uh, there were a lot of things that panned out pretty much almost exactly how I expected them to. Mm-hmm. And there were some things that were su- some slight surprises. Even even the stuff that you kind of figured was going to happen still felt surprising okay. and fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it still felt good. The trailers didn't give too much away oh, of, no. of stuff. Okay, and that's honestly, good. some of the yeah. trailers kind of misled mm. a little bit. Marvel has a history of doing that. You know, with the uh, Endgame trailer had the Hulk front and center in a couple of shots. And there's no Hulk. Yeah, yeah. They had to trick people. The Hulk puts butts in seats. They had to he, trick people. Uh, apparently, the Hulk in this yeah, movie. yeah. No, that's not true. The, then those other Hulk movies would have did a lot better. Well, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. So how was it um, seeing a lot of the uh, um, older Spider-Man villains pop back in? Did they make sense? Did they fit within the context of the film? I mean, yeah, but they also kind of lead into this whole like from their universes, the Marvel universes, almost like an alien world kind of. Oh, the huge tech jump. Oh, sure. Well, because of Iron Man and the. Mm-hmm. Increasing stuff. No, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because Electro is like, well, I like this world better because obviously he would. There's a lot more electricity and tech stuff. Right. To... Yeah. No, that makes sense. That, that's actually kind of how they explain how he looks different. Oh, okay. All right. Like when he initially shows up, he is the Amazing Spider-Man to. Oh, he's the blue, blue. guy. Yeah. Oh, he really? Is blue. Yeah. Interesting. But then, like, he absorbs, you know, MCU electricity or whatever. And then turns into it just hits different. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and, pretty... I, and I've seen a bunch of stuff with uh, the updated goblin suit, and they actually made it's... him look a little more 
like the Green it's, Goblin. It's less an updated suit and more like... They took the helmet off and gave him a purple cloak. Eh, Kinda. He throws away the helmet within two seconds of coming into... Fantastic. Yeah, into the Yeah, he smashes it like with a rock. Yeah, he literally goes in a dumpster. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> That's and then great. pretty much almost the rest of the look is like a torn up uh, purple hoodie and a green jacket. Okay. That he found in the trash or homeless. <laughs> no, it's, it's a homeless shelter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. it's Aunt May's shelter. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, right on. But yeah, everyone was, everyone does a very good job. Yeah. Um, But also it's kind of funny because not only are they out of their universe, they're also out of time mm, mm-hmm. because they're all plucked from the active moment of their particular films. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Because there's like a whole thing where a bunch of them are together and like the ones that kind of share universes are kind of talking about, wait a minute, you can't be, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, oh, interesting. All right. So not only is it Norman Osborn, it's Norman Osborn from the year 2000. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's actually really clever. Like same thing with like Doc Ock and yeah. like uh, Sandman makes a comment. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Oh, right on. Right on. Doctor Strange is surprisingly absent for a lot of the movie. Well, it yeah. is a Spider-Man movie. Yes. He, he kind of just does what he has to do and then leaves. And you know what? For Until they do the next big cr- multi-movie crossover event, I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good like, with like, characters showing up. That's, that's kind of how I think Wanda is going to pop up in Multiverse of Madness. I think she's going to p- come in and do her one thing and then move on and then not be in the rest of the film. Yeah. And that's and I'm good with that. They should just go ahead and give Wanda her own movie. Uh, well, yeah, I or, think. Or they could do another season of WandaVision. That's, I'd be happy that, with that. Yeah, either way, either WandaVision, way, fine. the search for for Vision or something. Yeah, yeah the the yeah, the the reborn Vision. Yeah, yeah, the ship of Theseus <laughs> Vision, <laughs> White Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that is a really good callback too to like how a vi- how Vision originally looked. Uh, not how he originally looked, but at one point he was. Uh, dismantled and put back together without his personality a very a very similar to the yeah, WandaVision. vision yeah. and yeah well, well i remember the one avengers game where he is white that was his current look at the time yeah yeah man it's really hard to talk about a lot of the stuff in spider-man without spoiling it yeah. no i understand i understand um I mean, it was very good it's a very good movie yeah zendaya is really is really good in it she's everybody everybody she's, yeah. she's a legitimately great actress yeah, i actually like what she does consistently very funny I yeah thought. i mean she's been my favorite i think she's been my favorite spider-man love interest since the beginning oh really yeah yeah even when she wasn't specifically a love interest yes. i liked her character yeah like i like her honestly i feel like a lot of the good quips that come from like a spider-man character come from her <laughs> and that's yeah. great that's great um, there's a lot of good references in the movie, mostly to like kind of like in joke, like in jokes mm-hmm. kind of things. Um, Did the three Spider-Men stand in a circle and point at each other like that one meme? Yes. yes. Hey, They're, I'm happy with that. I didn't realize it while watching the movie, but I later saw on the Internet that they do do it. They're just yeah. kind of subtle about yeah, it. It's very That's, subtle. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. It doesn't need to be as blatant as I mean, I guess that the Sonic the Hedgehog movie where that where the crazy farmer guy goes, Drew Sanic. It looks it looks like this and it's and it's Sanic. They don't need to like funny you bring that. that up. Yeah. I I did watch that movie the other day. Okay, finally. I yeah, let's, very, talk about, let's talk yeah, about let's Sonic. talk about Sonic. Let's I am curious to hear what you thought. It was fine. Yeah. Like I, I thought it could be funnier. 
a lot of the jokes were very broad, but it is a kid's movie. It's a kid's so... movie. I think for what it was, yeah. I, I think for what it was, they did a really good job with it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It is a surprise. Like, the movie... It's surprisingly good. Yeah. Of Like, I went in with very low expectations. Yes. I went in uh, thinking that I would be mocking it and ended up legitimately enjoying yeah. large swaths of yeah. it. Uh, some of the Jim Carrey-isms got a chuckle out of me. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. He did he, his he's little, very his little jug band thing at one yeah, point. That, that made was, me laugh. That was good. Yeah, he, he definitely taps into some of his older work mm-hmm. while, while playing Robotnik. Yep. While like simultaneously being like you know a super genius weirdo, but also being just a plain weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Some of the spots Robotnik was legitimately like threatening in that yeah. movie oh yeah like when he was talking about hey do you remember those the bullies when i was in school i basically wiped their existence off the face of the earth <laughs> that was kind of cool that was or there's like a or there was like a joke about some country or whatever and somebody's like yeah that's not a country because robotnik yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hope they they make him wear a, a big round suit in the next movie <laughs> or by by the third one he is somehow ballooned up yeah I like the the subtle transition into the Eggman that we Oh know. man, the yeah. after credits with that comically large mustache. I'm yes. like, I am about yes. it. Yeah. I am about it. And uh, then like in fact in the trailer for the new Sonic. Keep, he's keeping he's, it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the backstory that they invented for Sonic whole cloth is it's I mean it's not bad, but it's weird. Like it's why fine. Did, like why did you have to do that at all? No one was asking for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, in the game, Sonic himself does not really have a lot of backstory other than he's this fast blue hot hedgehog. Yeah, and I think that's all you really need. I, I guess, but but they had to explain the why he video game Sonic has his back backstory is tied intrinsically to Robotnik, and because they weren't setting up Robotnik as a character from Mobius or whatever Sonic planet that they used in the movie, I'm sure they didn't actually call it Mobius because no. They wouldn't actually like Ken Penders probably thinks he owns it or something. Right. (laughs) I I think it was the best they could do with, with that. I think what they should have done is they, I wish they would have given more of a reason for why the echidnas are going after mother sharp claw. Why, why is Sonic raised by a big owl? I don't, I don't get that. Like, why not? Who else was going to raise him? Big the cat. Out of all the things they could have did, like why, why character? a big Zelda owl? Like, <laughs> why not Karibo? <laughs> um, just gave him regular parents or something. <laughs> but maybe they explain why. Well, maybe, but also a- they can't use Sonic's parents because that is part of the Sonic Underground cartoon. Oh. So they can't. Well, he can have. Oh, that's right. That's have- right. His dad got turned into a, a badnik. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. They could have came out with come up with new parents. Yeah. Whatever. I yeah. Don't, I, I don't think you can own the fact that a character is from has come from two other people <laughs> <laughs> no uh, I, I like I, sonic underground the sonic on ground is probably one of my with, with uh was it um what, what are his siblings names manic and sonya yeah oh i barely remember that part i just remember they sonic... were they were the other two characters in the show they had a band there's a are we thinking of the same cartoon you're thinking of sad am i think yeah saturday morning Sonic cartoon. Well, no, I'm thinking of the one where Robotnik is a legitimate, like, kind of scary villain. Yeah, no, that's, that's that AM. That's that AM. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one with Sally Acorn and 
and Pierre and the, and the girl, and, the bunny girl with the robot arm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, there's there's another one, Sonic Underground, where he is a uh, he is in a three piece rock band in cyberpunk uh, Mobius uh, oh. with his uh, green brother Manic and his pink sister so- uh, Sonya, who have vague speed based powers as well. Oh, I guess yeah. I never watched that. Talk one. about inventing backstories whole cloth. Yeah, uh, and doing a worse job of it is Sonic Underground. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but I, I like Sonic the Hedgehog for what it was. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's de- definitely some references in there. Um, I kind of like the whole rings or portals thing because it's a nice nod to the end of like levels when you could jump through the ring to go to the bonus level or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and they, I mean, they had some reason to have a bunch of yeah, rings. Yeah, he had to do something with rings. So. Yeah. Yeah, I still wish that he would have also had a Chaos Emerald with him, and that's why the um, the, echidna. the echidnas are going after him, and why Knuckles hates him so much. Yeah, I mean, I know that they're using the Chaos Emerald is the, the MacGuffin for the next movie, but yeah, at least one of the Chaos Emeralds, the actual green emerald. Yeah, the I actual think that's a master emerald. emerald. Huh? No, that's, that's a, a that one's larger, significantly um, larger than the oh, regular. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they're doing a whole thing where it like breaks apart, like uh, you know, like the dark crystal or the you triforce, know, the triforce, uh, there or you go. maybe infinity stones kind of thing. Who cares? Sonic ate a chili dog. Yep, in I'm, the movie. I mean, and then he farted. That was cool. <laughs> well, yeah. Some of this. At the end of the day, it's still a children's. Yeah. I mean that the uh, Sonic does a floss. He twice, does twice. He does it twice. Yeah, that's too many times. Yeah, well, it was very popular at the time. <laughs> yeah, for- actually, it wasn't. But I mean, it yeah, took for- it extra long to make the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was popular at the time when they made it the first time when Sonic had teeth and beefy, muscly legs. The oh. whole beginning of the movie. When he's like looking in people's windows and staring at people from a distance, uh-huh. I kept thinking about what would that look like with that original like <laughs> oh, yeah. horrible monster, a terrible Sonic. <laughs> yeah, he looks like an '80s movie like Gremlins knockoff <laughs> or a critter. Yeah, I'm a critter. S- I'm still about half. Actually, the critters do roll up in a ball and roll around. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm still about half convinced <laughs> that the bad-looking Sonic was a publicity stunt. Oh yeah, I, I strictly to. So that when pe- people would go, when they made the Sonic that they actually were going to make, people would go, well, at least it's not Tooth Sonic. <laughs> I think that's that's giving Hollywood too much credit. I think that horrible abomination is absolutely something that boardroom executives would make happen. Well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm just glad they fixed it. Yeah. Because yeah. I like, honestly, I, he looked really good. Like, he looked really good. Yeah. And they hired the the guy they hired to help fix Sonic, uh, Tyson Hess. He on the in the second movie, he's just like storyboard director or something. Oh, so, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, what else was there in that movie that I liked? Um, oh, the whole like Quicksilver esque uh scene in the bar. Of course, yeah. you got to do something like that because. I mean, I, Sonic, he's got to go fast. Yeah, I thought it was cute how he read a bunch of Flash comics. Yeah. Oh, of course. Cool. I mean, that's uh, you'd be his like you know his uh, his influence or whatever yeah. in this world. <laughs> Weird homeless Sonic living in a hole. They sure did talk about uh, magical mushroom land a lot for a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. They did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to Mushroom World. Do you think that was maybe? I mean, I know that's a uh, level in one of the Sonic games. Do you think that was also a slight jab at uh, Mario? Nintendo and Mario? It kind of felt I, that I, way. I don't want to go to Mushroom Land. Yeah. 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 
I, I could see that. It's, it's kind of like a like a ha 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 yeah. kind of thing. I would have made Robotnik had those buttons on his gloves. There's no reason why that couldn't have looked like a Genesis controller. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And there was a part where kids were fighting over a tablet in the back of the car of a car, and I'm like, why isn't that a Game Gear? It could have been a Game Gear. <laughs> yeah, but that would have been a bit antiquated at this point. Yeah, but it's yeah, just so. a fun nod. I mean, oh uh, yeah. Somewhere in the United States, two kids are fighting over a Game Gear to this day. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a Game Gear, so it's pro- it's older, so it's probably two 30-year-olds fighting over a Game Gear. <laughs> and the batteries are about to die. Near constantly. They're fresh, minutes. and now they're already dying. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of movies, I um, in preparation of watching The Matrix uh, Resurrection... Resurrection. Thank you, uh, because I always want to say Revelation, and that's which not is, it. Which is like the... Third, third one? That's the third, third one, movie. yeah. Um, I rewatched the first Matrix uh, the other night. I think I want to try to go through and watch all Matrix things before getting into this. Are you including the Animatrix? I'm going to include the Animatrix, because from what I understand, uh, this the new Matrix movie has callbacks to all Matrix movies. Oh. And I've only I've seen Reloaded twice, and I think I've seen the other one, the Revelation. third one, Revelation. I think I've seen it once maybe 10 years ago at least i've never so, seen revelations i've seen the second yeah. one and that's where i would i tapped out <laughs> yeah i i watched all three of them at one time uh years and years mm-hmm. ago but uh the matrix still holds up for the most part um, oh yeah it's a great i love that movie yeah i think looking back on it now um not being a 16 17 year old uh, who thinks, oh man, leather jackets and edgy kickflips <laughs> and edginess is cool. I think dark th- techno bars. I think there is actually a bit of like winking and nodding to the audience going, we know this is a little bit over the top and extreme, but we're having to the fun degree, with it. But we're having fun with it. I think that's there where I didn't pick up on that uh, as a kid. Um, I still think like the scene where they're interrogating Neo is on like my tops of like body horror things that I hate. Oh yeah, oh, body horror stuff. Up mouth, is, yeah. yeah, sealed up mouth. The thing in the belly button. Uh-huh. I'm just like, bleh, bleh. Yep. to this day, it it, <laughs> it creeps me out. I hate it. Yeah, uh, there's so many good mm-hmm. characters in that movie too. There are, like they don't get a lot of time, but you know they're interesting and they're fun, and they all get you know just taken out unceremoniously, <laughs> and I hated it. Yeah, yeah, I. I really like uh, Joy Pants in the movie, uh, Joe Pantoliano as Cypher. Oh, yeah, Cypher. He does an excellent job as a surprise secret villain. Um, The swarmy. Yes. Just jerk. Yeah. And I mean, he actually has maybe one of the more believable. Like, yeah, he's like he's an awful, creepy villain, but he actually has a very believable reason for it. Like, oh, yeah. Just because. You know, not everyone who gets woken up is going to be like 100 percent, you know, behind the cause. They're going to there are going to be people that are like, this sucks. My life was better before. Things were better before. Apparently, in the Matrix Online, there is a subsection of villains called the Cypherites who Mm. are people who who follow the the that 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 mindset. Yeah. You know, I I honestly I think I kind of remember that a little bit. Yeah, I did dabble a little bit in Matrix Online. I never played the Matrix Online, but I guess this movie also has bits and pieces that you have to know about from the Matrix Online. <laughs> I would have loved to have played the Matrix Online. Yeah, when it was out. It was, eh, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, it was at that time when the when the internet was just awash in MMOs. Like 
everything. Had an sure. MMO. Sure. I miss, I miss those days. Mm-hmm. Kinda, yeah. Because there were some really, there were some like definitely some gems out there that there's just a lot be- of wild stuff. Just yeah. because they didn't just City be- Heroes, City Heroes, City of Villains, Auto Assault. Oh man, I forgot about that one. That one was cool. A post-apocalyptic, a post-apocalyptic car combat. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. Oh man. Um, I was in the beta for it. Oh, well, Lord open of, beta. Yeah. Lord of the Rings Online was cool when it first came out. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons Online, the first you know actual Dungeons and Dragons Online was a lot of fun when it first came out. Yeah, yeah DDO is cool. It had a lot of cool little features in it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, didn't, out. I didn't care for the Eberron setting, but they wanted to throw Warforge in there. So and that was back when that was new. Um, Nothing wrong with the Warforged. I don't. I personally didn't like. It. Anyway, see, I. I would actually very much like to play a Warforged. No, that's in a, fine. That's put fine. Put your robot, yeah. robots back where they belong. Not in my fantasy setting. Thank <laughs> See, you. I, I like the idea of being a druid Warforged, and you have like the dichotomy of being a machine, a, a mechanized thing with nature powers. And but they when do- they wild shape, they just look like a transformer. <laughs> they're they're, an, they're like a beast. Uh, a, a beast. A beast wars. Yeah. They're a beast morpher. They're a maximal. Yeah, they're a maximal. <laughs> yep. Uh, um. Let's see here. Uh, uh Wildstar was awesome. Wildstar, I remember was cool. Wildstar. Wildstar yeah. is fantastic. I wish that one would have survived. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there was just a lot of. I mean, the, MMOs, man. I mean, EverQuest was still huge. Sure, sure. Now we're just naming off old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. MMOs. I know. But, I know. but anyway, yeah. but no, yeah. But the whole thing, like the whole Matrix. Like fandom bubble was huge at the time. I mean, you had the Matrix Online, you had the Enter Matrix video game, yeah, uh, which had a secret fighting game, mode yeah, where you had to huh. like, you basically had to put in a bunch of codes that is like you're hacking the video game <laughs> to unlock uh, fighting game mode. But you, there's no character select. You go to a level, and whatever um, two main characters that were in that playable mission. in that mission, you are now fighting it one against the other and that's all it is there is a street level where it is two cars they took they took (laughs) car and like uh slapped them onto like the uh character like models so you're firebird man versus police car man it's like fighters mega mix yeah it is it is it's (laughs) basically it is basically daytona car um but yeah i guess with the new movie you have to know what happens with morpheus in the matrix online to make the new Mm. matrix the new morpheus makes sense from what i understand Hmm. Um, but no, the Matrix it holds up. Um, uh, the ca- the choreography looks really oh, is yeah. still really really I mean, good. Even though nowadays the I know the bullet time thing is was played kind of out super played out at the time. It was really cool. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta keep reminding yourself during the movie like this is the first time this ever happened. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and there there are a couple bits of CG that don't quite hold up when the when Neo at the end explodes Agent Smith. He, yeah, that, that one looks pretty, a little rough. That looks a little rough. The scene the, where they where the um, mirror, like, the mirror is a little rough. The uh, when uh, they're saving Morpheus and they're hanging off the uh, helicopter. helicopter, there are a couple of reverse shots, like looking down. That is very clearly like um, green uh, screen, green screened. Which you know, I mean, it's the Matrix. Everything's green. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is some that is something. Yes, everything in the real world has a green tint to it and after a while you get a little tired of it. <laughs> but uh yeah, and I think for me now, uh one of the scenes, the scene that holds up I think the best 
isn't an action scene. It's the one where Neo goes and sees the Oracle. I think that whole, well, one, the woman who plays the Oracle, she is acting rings around uh, oh, Keanu yeah. Reeves <laughs> in that fo- in that scene. But uh, it is like they take a break to be like, okay, everyone is being super self like aware, self-aware and like super like, oh, this is the most important thing. And then you have this character who's like, it's eh, just don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> it's the Matrix, whatever. It happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like the I like the all the, the, the one candidates in her like living room or whatever. Yes, that was pretty pretty interesting. That's a bunch of bunch of little kids. Yeah. Little Buddhist uh, kid. Mm-hmm. Yes. There is no spoon. Yeah. There is no spoon. Or the uh God, the scene that always sticks out to me, and it's like the cheesiest the cheesiest thing in that whole in that whole stupid movie mm-hmm. is the whole I know kung fu. <laughs> Show me. I it's in the trailer, isn't it? That where uh, Keanu says, I, I still, still know, know Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't believe they did that in the new one. Like it's so <laughs> Those are some of the complaints that I have heard. I've, I've listened to some, I've read some reviews and I've listened to some reviews of the movie and some people seem to really like it. The new one. And some people seem to be, it seems to be very polarizing, which is not a great sign. <laughs> yeah. um, but I feel like anything that relies heavy on nostalgia, mm-hmm tends to be that way and keep in mind there is more bad matrix than good matrix yeah (laughs) yeah there's there's the matrix the matrix and parts of the the animatrix that's exactly what i was going to say those that's the good part there's more bad than good Mm -hmm. uh games weren't bad yeah and the matrix was kind of fun yeah although i'm speaking as last time i played it was when it came out so yeah. it might be bad. Yeah. From what I understand, this new movie is incredibly self-aware. Like every shot is like, hey, do you remember this thing? <laughs> it's back and new. It's Ghostbusters Afterlife, but Matrix. Uh, kind of. Like, I hope it's not that. I hope that it, it at least like the tone suits it better or something. Well, I'll let you know next week because <laughs> between now and next week's episode, I'm going to finish the rest of Matrix. I'm probably going to watch Reloaded tonight. And I will uh, try to check out the rest of it by next show. And I'll be able to tell you whether it is hey, maybe, cringingly. Hey, maybe I'll get into it, too. And we can have a discussion. Hey, there we go. There we go. And there, there, like I said, there's a lot of things on my backlog right now. Like I mm-hmm. got Boba Fett and I got. Oh, you the- got to watch Boba Fett. It was really good. Uh, yeah. That just came out. We can't talk about yeah, it too yeah, much. Yeah. But- um, part Part two of He-Man. I still need to watch that. Yeah, I haven't finished I it. I keep forgetting it's, it was out. Yeah. I keep, I see the toys in the store and go, wow, that's a great He-Man action figure. Right? I should watch that show. And then it completely leaves my mind as soon as I walk away. Yeah. yeah. I've watched about three episodes of the second half and it's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls down the power without having the sword. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's how he activates a savage He-Man. Yeah, he it? turns into this huge, like, Hulk version of He-Man. Oh, nice. And it's actually, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Yeah, like, he, he, like I remember he, they, he might, I think it might have been at the end of the first part where he kind of says the sword was, like, was more just a conduit and not the actual power. Yeah, and he's, he, the sword is the conduit, conduit of the power, and he's the receptacle. <laughs> uh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, but he basically shazams himself into, like, you know, Conan, Conan the He-Man. Yeah. I, Conan the He-Man. I like it. Yeah, no, that's cool. I need to. I need to get caught up on that one as well. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. Hello, I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. 
I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our job seriously here at WZMO. We will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment to you and yours. <laughs> ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. Hey, we're back from the break. Thank you for sticking around with us. We're going to go ahead and get into a little bit of news. It's an oldie but a goodie. And it's Boba Fett week. It's Boba Fett week, yes. The Book of Fett. Yeah. It's it's very, very good. I think I already said this You already once. mentioned it, but yeah. I watched it twice, and I'm not a re-watching person. Yeah. That means, that means it's good. All right, so yeah, let's talk about some of the stuff um, that is uh, going on in the world of pop culture. Um, first up, there was a trailer for the new uh, Doctor Strange movie. Or also known as the after credits to well, Spider-Man. Well, that, that as well. I from <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, this trailer looks really good. Um, it's going to be kind of trippy again. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what Sam Raimi does with this now that he's get, getting like full backing to do whatever he wants. And uh, the 2021, like, because he's, I mean, he's a horror comedy guy and it fits. Yeah. This fits really well. Uh, but yeah, a whole bunch of, whole bunch of stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Shumagorath. Shows up for like two seconds in the trailer. Everyone's favorite fighter from uh, Marvel uh, <laughs> Marvel versus uh, Capcom. It's not exactly that character. They gave it a different name. But it's... Yeah, because yeah, I saw a Lego set of it. Yeah. And it wasn't named the same thing. But it is very obviously Schumer. Yeah. yeah, big one eyeball with tentacles flopping yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it, it's the closest thing that Marvel has to like a Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah. Or Cthulhu adjacent. Yeah, I just hope this movie doesn't have too many plot threads going through it because it's going to be trippy and confusing enough for a lot of uh, casual viewers. One thing uh, to begin with, because I mean they're going to be doing multiverse stuff. They're doing stuff with Baron Mordo. They're putting in uh, Wanda, Wanda, Evil and Doctor Strange. Evil Doctor Strange. What if? I just hope they keep it. They streamline it in a way that is still accessible because that is that's actually the big um, complaint. My my folks really love the Marvel movies. They have really really got into it. In fact, my dad's um, <laughs> when you call my dad and you get his voicemail, it says you've reached the voice box vo- voicemail box of Star Lord. <laughs> like he recorded himself saying Star Lord. <laughs> like he loves he lo- they love the Marvel movies, but they have shied away from a lot of the uh, multiverse stuff because they. It's just a lot to keep track of, and I hope Marvel kind of caters to the casual as much as I would love a million deep cuts because I'm that guy that has <laughs> yeah. read all the read them all and like would love like j- give me a million different things. I hope they keep it relatively pared down for accessible a- accessibility. Yeah. yeah, I th- I hope that's that what they is do. Um, my wife's biggest complaint is like she like when we left spider-man she's like it was really good i really liked it 
and I was kind of you know sort of explaining some of the stuff that was popping up in the in the or the Doctor Strange bit. Yeah, because we haven't watched What If, but I know about Dark Strange, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ooh, that's another thing they're pulling from. Great, it's another thing that has to be referenced. Now I feel like I have to watch it. Yeah, instead of What If just kind of being its own thing. She's one thing. She is like she hates the fact that they're pulling so much from so many things and they're not the different mediums. Like, yeah, the different mediums, all these different shows. Cause there's a lot of shows she really doesn't care about. Like she doesn't care about Loki and stuff like that. And my folks were turned off from Loki pretty much on the outset as much as they like the character, the whole protecting the multiverse jumping back and forth kind of stuff that, the Doctor Who-ness of it? The Doctor Who-ness of it, yeah. Because <laughs> that's um, what I liked most about it. It was Loki Doctor Who. See, I like that stuff too. Um, but again, in th- in their particular case, uh, I think the jumping through time and parallel timeline kind of stuff in uh, Endgame was right on the very edge of what yeah. the, the casual viewer can kind of handle yeah. and go okay i kind of get what they're trying to do here that sort of thing yeah and if you go a step beyond that where loki kind of did which is great for us um a kind of or, or what if which is also yeah. very much that as well i think that kind of it, yeah muddies yeah. the water enough to where yeah, it casual, doesn't it, it turns off casual viewers yeah, like, her thing is like it she misses when the movies were more like more or less self-contained Whereas, like, okay... I wish they would be more self-contained as well. Yeah, yeah. Where, it, where it's, like, it, it feels overwhelming to the point where you have to keep up on all these things, and if you don't, you're going to miss a reference or a, something that is kind of crucial later on. Yeah. And I, she she really dislikes it. And I, to a point, I do, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm with you. I like I like the D cuts. I, like the, I love the growing universe. But it is getting to the point now where we are, like, what? 20 movies, five TV shows, whatever, deep or whatever. Oh, we're more than 20 movies in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's close to 30, actually. Yeah. And I'm like, it is a bit much. It is daunting. I there's a difference between rewarding the fan that watches everything with us with a small Easter egg and making um, a 60 hour, a six six hour long episode uh, miniseries uh, required viewing for yeah. for yes. a two hour Doctor Strange film. Yeah, from a writing standpoint, they should be more concerned about telling a good story for whatever character that they're doing this movie for than they should be. Oh, well, how does this fit in with you the, know the greater, three movies ago? Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. what whatever what things we want to tie into movies later? Yeah, mm-hmm. what what do we want to tease so we can make uh, the quarterly profits next year? Yeah, well, like, <laughs> right. like like with Eternals. I had almost zero desire to watch Eternals. I still haven't watched it. I have almost not. Don't you don't really need to. <laughs> but the fact <laughs> that the that... but but the fact that they are they sort of tease Blade in their after credit bit. They tease I, Blade. They, they and and possibly barely. Galactus. The they don't tease Galactus as much as they bring up the concept of Galactus type characters. Yes. Mm. It, they barely tease Blade either. They don't even say his name. We're not even 100% sure it is him. Well, it's it's Marichal Ali uh, who oh, yeah. is there. So it's, it is Blade. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, if, if we're talking about teases being bad, that's not one of them. That is an, 
that is an Easter egg for the person who is paying attention. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> um, or like Matt Murdock in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Like spoiler. Uh, they, they release set pictures of it. I never saw them. Oh, well, he's in one scene. I guess I, yeah, he is. I, I mean, I yeah, know you that. saw that. I, yeah, right. I know yeah. that. But yeah, it's like, okay, that's a, that's a little fun Easter egg for someone who has been following this stuff for a while and watched the Netflix series, but it doesn't also the fact that Kingpin's in freaking Hawkeye. And that's great. That's I mean, great. I mean, slightly yeah. toned down from what he is in, yeah, <laughs> in Daredevil. It's the same character, but not the same version of the character from the Netflix version. It's a different, different iteration. Same, same actor, of. different version of the character. And that's wait, 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 wait. D'Onofrio? Yeah. No, no, I know that, but I mean, are they trying to say this is a multiverse thing with the Kingpin? It, it's the MCU's version of Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the Netflix stuff was supposed to be soft tied in with MCU. I don't MCU. think it is. Because they mentioned the attack on New York in the first season of Daredevil. It is in the MCU in the same way that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in the MCU, where, mm. as, as in to say, hardly. Yeah. <laughs> It is, it's, it's in the MCU, but the MCU isn't in it. <laughs> let's, okay, you know what, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, the Netflix Marvel stuff is like Marvel Knights, the comic line. Yeah. Where they may, the characters are 85% the same between the mainline comic series and the Marvel Knights series, but there are key differences that they may or may not call back on at the writer's discretion. Mm. The the Netflix Marvel shows were a vestigial arm of the MCU that has fallen off. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they are hyper-violent in comparison to everything else. Yeah. Which is weird. I just like the idea that Jessica Jones and Luke Cage might be in. Right? Yeah. yeah. It opens the door for those characters to be reintroduced. Um, what was something else? Uh... They could leave Iron Fist. Oh alone yeah, yeah, if they yeah, want. yeah, yeah. Every, everybody thinks that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, Except I, I, for the guy that played Iron Fist. <laughs> no, I bet even Heath probably is like, I ah, know, I get it. I mean, but then, oh, I mean, maybe Punisher too. I mean, I'm not a huge always, John Bethanol fan or I whatever. Burnthal. Yeah. I always forget that they did that. Yeah. And then um, there was Punisher is pretty much. Eh. Dead to me anyway. I mean, I always feel much like in my feelings with the Hulk. He's a good supporting character yes. and not a good character on his own. Yes. I agree with that. Shoot. There was a point I was going to make and I can't remember what I was going to make. Although I would see, I would watch a MCU version of Punisher where he's using more like uh fantastical, like techno gadgetry. Kind of like the guns that like, uh, like air disable uses in like suicide squad laser the, guns and stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah kind of goofy, non-realistic, Need his, stuff. need his Punisher van. Yeah, oh. <laughs> battle van. Now I remember the point I wanted to make. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as water, as hard to stomach that show is a bit. First I mean, season was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First season was great. But they did bring in the Ghost Rider with a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I liked that. And I'd like to see a MCU Ghost Rider. Just bring back Nicolas Cage. Oh, he needs to be in the MCU somewhere. He does. He d he absolutely does. And now I just remember the fact that Agents of Shield had had Deathlock too. Yeah, and I they did a good job that. with Deathlock. Yeah, in that. yeah, they did a good job with Deathlock. They did an uh, an interesting take on uh, the Absorbing Man for the couple of episodes he was in. 
They oh, crush I, a Creel? I forgot about that. They really yeah. just gave Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the real A- A-list characters. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they gave them just the best material to work with. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Marvel stuff and the Matrix that we talked about earlier and John Wick news that we're about to get to, um, Keanu Reeves said in an interview that he has been in talks with uh, Marvel Studios for something. And the theory is he might be uh, the Beyonder and hmm. the next big crossover, huh. whatever, hmm. the big galactic bad guy, baddie. Huh? Yeah. Why not? <sighs> he's, he's somebody else that does need to be in the MCU as well. I mean, at this point, we're getting to the point where there are act, we're running into more actor or less actors that are in the MCU. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's sure. True. Sure. I mean, almost everybody has touched the MCU at some point now. It would be silly for an actor to turn it down. Down oh, yeah, because it's an one the residuals it's an that you it's get. an easy paycheck. And honestly, if they use the Beyonder in anywhere, it would be like Benicio del Toro as the collector or, um, uh, the uh, game oh, ma- the Grandmaster. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, they would do it something kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, they kind of did, a wink and a nod kind of thing. Yeah. Cause Why they, not? Because they definitely tone down those characters from their comic origins. Sure. Because the collector and the grandmaster are both celestials, yeah, and they could and they can rewrite the Beyonder as like a, a guy di- as, as a similar celestial or whatever. Because his name starts ends with the with Ur, <laughs> the collector, the Beyonder, the grandmaster. Grand yes, they they are they are the house of the Ur. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh yeah, John Wick Four. That's happening. Yeah. Yeah, Let's talk I mean, about that. In in things that are like, you know, obviously are going to happen because it's a very popular fran- film franchise. There's almost no news to it. It's like, hey, this exists. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're saying they're doing it and I it's going to come out in like 2023. I haven't seen a single one of those. I haven't either, but I've heard they're very good. First yeah. one's very good. First one's I mean, very good. I mean, I'm more interested in John Wick than I ever was in Jason Bourne. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Um <sighs> not a big spy thriller guy so i it's wouldn't get less into spy thriller it's more it's more just like i mean like for he, jason Bourne. oh jason Bourne. yeah yeah no, okay yeah makes sense i was gonna say john, john wick isn't a spy yeah, thing he is a walk in the room and shoot everything movie john wick seems to have like this outlandish tone to it with john one with magic coins and whatnot yeah kind of <laughs> john wick is a film franchise that uh 20 years ago nicholas cage could have legitimately been john wick at at his height oh, of yeah, popularity? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, maybe not 20 years. Maybe 30 years ago. Maybe 25 years ago. Like Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, yes. Nick Cage. Nick Cage could have been a John Wick in a film franchise where he walks where it's he walks into a room and just starts shooting people. Though I will say I've seen videos. Like I've seen videos of like Keanu like training for the John Wick stuff. Mm-hmm. And he obviously, you know, likes the project and puts a lot of work into it. Sure. Granted, now, after uh, the incidences with, like, you know, uh, like, on that Rust movie. Yeah. It it does make it does make an interesting point of what is the future of you're firearms. Gu- and you're going you're gonna to get more. Uh, you're you're going to see a lot more of CG muzzle flashes. S- yes, that's what <laughs> I meant. Yeah, you're going to see a, a rise in, in that sort of thing. You know, more just straight up CG like bullet time stuff yeah yeah and less actual like firing of blanks and things like that yeah which i mean that's fine it does it does minimize the risk 
It does. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not a big gun boy. I don't care if the guns are fake or whatever. Just the same. No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can still do it. I mean, to be, there is a there is a, a point of realism with blanks when it comes to like gun movies, you know, but, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Safety's got to take precedence. Yeah, exactly, over exactly. Stuff, yeah. I, have, I have no desire for realistic gun violence. Like, do it however you want it. Like, but yeah. it doesn't have to. There's enough real gun violence around us. No, this is day. also true. That's true. This is also yeah. true. true. It can look it look as silly and fake as you want it to. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh, what was that movie? Um, Equilibrium. Oh, sure. Yeah. You want to talk about gung fu? Yep. Equilibrium mm-hmm. with Christian Bale and Sean Bean. Yep. Yep. Hey, speaking of movie trailers, uh, there was another trailer for the Batman. Yeah. You want to talk about gun violence? The Batman. Oh, <laughs> she made it bad. Man. Did I though? One of, one of those extremely dark Batman movies they like to make so much of. Yeah, I mean, I think it works for the character. Yeah, I mean, it works for the character. Yeah, th- it may not necessarily work for every character like they tried to do with like you know Superman, Superman, but it works for the character. Sure, Batman at his core stems from dark, gritty. I mean, Gotham as a whole is this kind of... I don't know. I still like the fantastical stuff oh, side yeah. of things. I, I, I wish too. this wasn't the only kind we ever got in a movie. It would be different. Yeah, it would be nice if there was a slightly different... Well, I have I have almost 100% turned around on the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's They're fantastical. It, they're fun. Colors. It's, they're fun. It's they're ba- fun. It's Batman 66. It's modern Batman 66. Yes. Puns and all. And... You know, talking about you know when you're a kid, you have different opinions of things than. than oh when yeah, you're I mean we've talked about this before. How like yeah. I hated it when I was younger mm-hmm. because it wasn't like '89 and '92. It's not the real Batman. It's not dark. And like now, it's like no, this is great. <laughs> this is great and campy and awesome. One thing, like one of my biggest complaints with the uh, the Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan Batman films is, I feel like they're as the movies went on, there was less detective work. Yeah, and more just beating guys up. Yes. Don't get me wrong. The Dark Knight is a fantastic movie. It's good. But Dark Knight Rises is No. It's bad. not a very good movie. No, it's not. It's really not. You you take care like you took like characters like like Bane and Talia al Ghul and ugh, on it. Well, it was clear by the third one, um Christopher Nolan did not want to make a Batman movie. He had he really kind of wanted to make a Jason Bourne style yeah. or like a, you know, yeah. something like that. That's why you're you barely see Batman in the Batman film and it's so grounded to the point that it's like six feet under almost. Yeah, like they don't, they barely, like you don't even get why Bane even wears the mask other than if you take it off and he can't breathe. I don't know. Something like Stupid. That. Yeah. Give like, me the fantastical I in, mean, in it. And this yeah, it I looks just, like it has some of it. I just want variety. Like, yeah. Like how it's nice to play a 2D Mario, but it's also nice to play a 3D one every once in a while. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the Batman has a new trailer, and it uh, heavily features uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, who I think she is. She acts. Sure, her acting oh, yeah. is yeah. fantastic. That's good casting for yeah. a Catwoman. I I think. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, she she uh, just from the little bit of the trailer we got, she's a better Catwoman than. Uh, um, how, how Anne there? Hathaway was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Anne Hathaway is a great actress. Yes. I don't think she's a good pick for cat. No, she was she not was a good never. cat woman. Yeah. She was not a good cat woman. There was barely anything there. She was just, you know, high kicking lady girl. That's all that With really was. Lazy 
cat ears on her head. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The costume oh. wasn't even very Well, good. this one also has lazy cat ears because she just wears a, a ski a mask ski with like mask. two little yeah. points on it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the only kind of downside of this one, I think. Uh, you know, I'm not saying she has to wear a skin tight leather suit, but like do, do something cool. Yeah. <laughs> I would like I I would like to see the goggles like the iconic the goggles would have yeah, been nice. the Catwoman the goggles, goggles are very cool yeah that would have been neat um I like I think that I this... saw a still where she does have a whip oh that's cool I'm, I'm yeah that's that's awesome uh, I like that this trailer uh, firmly establishes the the Riddler oh yeah as the I villain. mean I had a feeling like from the original trailer that it was going to be the Riddler yeah. The other thought was it was going to be Hush, and I, that would have been interesting because I'm like, oh, they haven't done Hush in a movie. The Hush is, an but uh, but awful, Hush is also hard. It's hard to come hard to set up in a way that again the uh, talking about the um, a casual audience yes. would be able to kind of grasp. Yes, I guess. But yeah, I'm I'm cool with this movie. Is like has like all the villains. Well, minus the Joker. The Joker's not in it. But it has That's fine. Let's take a break from him for a while. How you about? know he's gonna be the post credit scene, yeah. right? You know it's gonna happen. I will be blown out of my seat if it is the Joker movie joke, if it's the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be yeah, a surprise. But, but wouldn't he be, like in comparison be much older than Batman? Eh. Cause true. doesn't cause yeah. the, cause the Joaquin Phoenix is very much grounded in like the seventies ish. I guess. Vers- I, it could be that, or it could just be one of those things where that's just how the production design looks. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, Batman of the Animated Series took place both in the modern day and the 1950s. Yeah. Concurrently. Yeah, but also the time of the Batman Animated Series, there was a large tech jump. Sure. In the actual world. Sure, sure. Um but no, I like I like seeing all the major the major players in Batman. The fact that they're talking about they're doing a Penguin series before this movie even comes out. Why not? Or a Penguin movie or something. Why not? Yeah. Did you hear Danny DeVito's going to be writing a, a Penguin comic? Yes, I did hear that. That's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, I'm all for it. Why not? I mean, yeah. as much as Danny DeVito's Penguin, or I should say Tim Burton's Penguin, is not really the Penguin I mean, he is a penguin. He is a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> He's more of a penguin than any other penguin. <laughs> yeah. Also, the Batman 89 comic is really good. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the continuing adventures. It's of Mike of Michael Michael Keaton. Of the Michael Keaton Batman, uh, they modeled a Robin after D- uh, Damian Wayans, who th- who they originally uh, Tim Burton had looked at if he were to do uh, Batman three. Hmm. Um, I was like. Was it Batman Triumphant? Or, no, it wasn't Batman Triumphant. It was something else. Because mm. it was Superman Triumphant was his Superman movie. Yeah. But it was like, if he were, his plans for doing a third Batman movie would have introduced uh, Damon Wayans as... Damian Wayne? Da- yeah. <laughs> as, as, as a Robin. And uh, this comic also has... The, Two-Face is like the major antagonist. Well, yeah, because they, they set up Harvey Dent in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have picked up this comic book when Babs Tar and somebody that else pitched been, it. That would have been cool. Yeah. Because she had designs for for a poison ivy for it mm-hmm. that were was really cool. Like Yeah. Oh man, you just reminded me how much I hated Batgirl in Batman and Robin. That was a bit of a Yeah. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. They got everything without the character wrong. But that movie's so fun though. <laughs> there are parts of it. Stay cool. I, I do love quoting Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. What killed the dinosaurs? 
The Ice Age. The Ice Age. <laughs> cool, party. cool party. So many bad puns. Oh, it's great. Ooh, Uma hey. Thurman. Hey, speaking of Michael Keaton and Batgirl, we're rolling right into the wow. next news. Hey. Whoa. So, yeah, so there is a Netflix, or not Netflix, gosh. Um, there is a uh, HBO, um, Max. HBO Max. Max. There's an HBO Max uh, Batgirl miniseries that is uh, being worked on. And it was announced the other day that um, Michael Keaton is going to be featured in a supporting role as Bruce Wayne and Batman in it. Do you think when they say supporting role, if he's going to be maybe more like a Batman Beyond-esque? I think that they're going going to be more like... They're rolling... Uh, Batgirl with Batman Beyond, I think a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe not necessarily going like high tech future future. Right, but you're going to have Cons- o- older Bruce Wayne. Conceptually, conceptually, yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to be more like a mentor Batman versus an actual. He's going to be kind of like the Alfred in the in the Batcave talking to Batgirl on the headset. Yeah, kind he's of Batgirl's man in the chair. Yeah, that's it. I <laughs> Spider Man reference. Yeah, and that's fantastic. Great. I mean, why it's, not? It's fine. I mean, I'm glad Michael Keaton's coming back and doing, you know, more Batman related stuff. He's uh, he was he's a fun Batman. It's it's a good place to put Batman to, so people aren't going, well, where's Batman during all of this? And it also keeps him out of the yep. out of the way of Batgirl. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly, exactly. I really hope they go with like. A more Burnside esque look on her costume. Oh, I hope so too. That's that's my favorite version. Oh, it of is. The costume. It is with the purple, the purple leather jacket, the, the purple motorcycle jacket, snap yeah. on cape, and the big clunky boots. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Doc Martin, yellow Doc Martin. Yeah. Yep. See, such a solid design. It made sense. I'm glad they've already rolled back from that one with the stupid bat ears coming out her hair that look like oh. look like cat girl ears. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we have one last thing to kind of talk about here. The uh, there's a uh, kind of a set photo from Avatar Two, kinda, if you can call it that. Yeah, it's a it's a shot of a small child with dreadlocks from the eyes up coming it's out the, of the water. It's the baby predator. It's it is it's ba- predator babies. Yeah. <laughs> Avatar Two. Avatar versus Predator. Hey, I would watch the heck out of that. <laughs> you know what? Some of my favorite Batman comics were Batman versus Alien and Batman versus Predator. Oh, Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic is great. Oh, I've heard it's very good. It's very good. There's a scene where uh, Batman takes Raphael to Crime Alley and says, Raphael, this is where my parents were gunned down. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. And it's played completely straight. There's no jokes. It's it's hilarious. Anyway, Avatar 2. Apparently, this takes place at some indeterminate time in the future where the two main characters from the first movie, Jake Sully and... Natiri. Natiri, thank you. And for Mike saying, Wazowski. Thank, yep. <laughs> yeah, the three of them. They all adopted a child together. Uh, That's a weird polycue. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. You know, Avatar, it's a... Hey, what happens on Avatar Planet stays on Pandora. Avatar Planet. Yeah. Um... So we have we know nothing about the rest of the movie. We know nothing about any other characters that are involved in it. We just know that hey, this kid who is the adopted son of of a couple of blue cats is yeah. in it, and he's in the water. I mean, from what I understand, the movie was supposed to be like uniting certain tribes or whatever, and they kind of tease the water tribe in the first movie a little bit. Kind and then of the Fire Nation attack. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping somebody was going to make a reference. Yep, there we go. There we go. I mean, I like Avatar. 
but I feel like it told its story. Yes. I feel like it really didn't need to go more. The the first Avatar was more of a tech demo than it was an actual film, as far as I'm concerned. They they want it so bad to be a tentpole franchise like Star Wars or uh, Lord of the Rings, but it's just, it's not there. People don't care about it enough. Yeah. It does have its very heavy environmentalism message and treating of native people which are important messages yeah they are but the movie tells that story yep i mean they beat back the you know human corporation or whatever Not everything has to be a multi-film yeah 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 sometimes it's good to just have a especially movie. since it's been so long yeah i mean don't get me wrong i mean they have been recent hollywood has been putting out movies sequels to movies that have that are long since passed this movie should have been put out 10 years ago yeah it was originally announced 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just wonder what kind of weird uh, gimmick this movie is going to have because the Avatar, let's let's face it, say what you want about the film, it was more of a gimmick for a 3D oh, than yeah. anything. I mean, and pretty much pretty much every movie uses that technology now. Yeah. Where it's less about costumes and things and just putting people in gray suits and putting a headset on them avatar 2 smell-o-vision yeah it's gonna stink stink like blue cats in here well you have to when you get when you get your ticket you also get a scratch and sniff card and like a little number pops up in the corner of the screen it's like all this smell and at this point now scratch number 12 and take a whiff (laughs) that's what space flower smells like yeah people people like with like these little stupid like lotto (laughs) scratch-offs in the theater here this is what wet dreads smell like. Oh. <laughs> and with that, I think we've hit time. Let's go ahead and wrap things up for the day. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, and TikTok at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com, or you can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. 586-372-8020 leave us a message when we might play it on the show and I did renew the number the other day so hey. we're good for another three years hey good deal <laughs> good deal yeah, you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher Google Play and more finally I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro you can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com And again, thanks for tuning in, and we will be back next week. See ya, Space Catboy.